Welcome to the Winning in Business podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Rissi, and I love talking to business professionals, leaders, and entrepreneurs who are winning in business. Are you ready to reach your next level of success? If so, join us on the Winning in Business podcast as I interview entrepreneurs, business professionals, and leaders who share how they've risen to success. Before we begin, go ahead, hit subscribe and the notification button so you'll be notified each time a new episode is released. Plug in and settle in. You're about to be inspired to rise up to your next level of success. Hello, everybody. Today, I am super excited to be here with Sarah Chinock of Sarah's Boxes and Boards. And Sarah and I know each other from a women's networking organization. And from the minute that I met her, I knew that Sarah was a mover and a shaker. She was winning in business and to literally watch her success because I knew I was just going to get to see it unfold to these grand scales. And you'll hear more about that. Um, You're going to quickly learn that Sarah's a transplant from Alabama. And unlike people of the South who talk with a slow drawl, Sarah and I are both kind of fast paced talkers. (laughs) So we hope today that you'll be able to keep up with us. But Sarah, I want to thank you for coming on today. Thanks for spending a um, a little bit of time with us and just sharing your success. So my first question to you is, how long have you been in in business and what have you been able to accomplish during that time? Kelly, thanks so much for having me on. Um, So I've been in business for about a year and a half. And in that time, I have been able to um, build up my charcuterie business um, and I've been able to take on um, businesses and individuals that are interested in um, offering charcuterie, um, you know, frequently um, to their customers or to just eat themselves. Um, And I've also for a second. First of all, most people can't say charcuterie nor spell it, right? Spelling is just like, we just hope that, you know, text will autocorrect it. But for those people that don't know, take a minute and just explain before we keep diving in and saying charcuterie, what, what does that even mean? And what is that? What does that look like as part of your business? Definitely. So when you're saying charcuterie, it's charcuterie. So it's got four syllables. Um, and I always just say cue, like give yourself a cue to do something. So that's okay. how I remember how to say it. Um, and charcuterie is, um, most people think of it as a meat and cheese board. Um, we called it Lunchables when I was younger. Um, and from there, uh, we put it on a tray and we make salami roses and make it look really nice and neat and we might add some nuts and some pretzels and chocolate in order to make it taste delicious but charcuterie actually can come in many forms you also can have breakfast charcuterie um, as well as dessert charcuterie as well oh well i can tell you the dessert one would probably end up being my favorite for sure Uh, but i have seen your amazing salami roses and those are just fantastic. And I feel like is so much part of the presentation, just the way it's presented and laid out. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Sorry, not to cut you off, but the way that you present it is like, that's what makes it charcuterie. Mm, Yes. 
Perfect. Okay. So now that we know what it is and we can visualize it in our mind and, and, and probably many of us have experienced it, but just for those who did, now that we know now keep going with your story of your business and what you've been able to accomplish. So, um, I, like I said, I've been open for about a year and a half. Um, and I recently signed, um, for commercial space. So I had a commercial space on my three-year goal. Um, and I've actually gotten that within, um, just over a year of having uh, my business. And the reason why I need a commercial space is, um, a commercial kitchen will allow me to help others. It'll also help me help other entrepreneurs. Um, and it'll also give me a space where my experience boxes can be built. Um, and everything doesn't have to be in my house. Oh, so experience boxes, right? Cause mm-hmm. we know that you are Sarah's boxes and boards. So we talked yep. about the boards. What, what about these boxes, these experience boxes, like explain that and share more. So I offer charcuterie boxes as well, but an experience box is an experience literally in a box. And what that does is it allows you to purchase that box and it allows you and your loved one or you and your family, because I have ones for just loved ones and or happy hour. And then I have some for um, families as well. And it allows you to have an experience like a movie night or minute to win it or various um, topics, you know, de- various holidays. I have one every single holiday. So it just allows you to have an activity to do with your family. Um, sometimes it involves cooking. Sometimes it's crafts. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes it's games. It's just a variety of items that allow you to have a fun experience with your family where you can get together and be with your loved ones. Oh, I think that is so wonderful. And I love that you have just different themes. So then it's just, you know, that's the cool thing about it is, oh, what's Sarah's box for this month, right? Of um, and, and knowing that then I can take that and do something fun. So I have uh, older children, so 18 and 21. And, mm-hmm. you know, we are to the point where we can, you know, kind of have fun experiences that don't involve the things that we did with when they were little. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that's, that's awesome. So you said that you have this new space now, and it sounds like you're going to be able to use it for a lot of different things and that you, it was on your three year business plan Yes. and you have been in business a year and a half. Yes. So you far exceeded what you had originally planned to do. And what would you say your success is? Like, how were you able to achieve this in a year and a half as opposed to it taking the full three years? When I quit my corporate sales job, I um, had never really networked before. I was in um, the group that we're in together, but I had never really gone out and networked. And so what I told myself was that I was going to go out and enjoy myself and learn you know, learn from people and try things out, um, until the end of the year. So I did that. And at that point, that's when I um, wrote my goals for 2022 and decided on what I was definitely going to concentrate on. And I will tell you that doing that really pushed me outside my comfort zone because I'm the kind of person that I probably appear outgoing and I love to be around people, but I also require my me time and my time alone and my time just to process. Mm -hmm. So 
pushing myself outside my comfort zone by going to these networking meetings and doing these different things allowed me to decide where I really wanted Sarah's boxes and boards to go. And from there, I was able to make a solid business plan um, and able to um, make decisions and move forward. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I don't know, hopefully every entrepreneur that's listening has a business plan. Um, Although I, we're not sure if they do or not. So what did you feel like was the most important? I know for me, not only do I have a business plan, I review it often, right? Just to make sure that I'm on track and doing what I need to. What do you feel like, like, what's the advice for you for people around the business plan? Anything specific come to mind that really helped you? Yeah. So one of the things I would definitely say is definitely do those long range goals because I mean, yeah, we have goals we want to accomplish every single year, but also make like smaller quarterly goals or even month by month goals, depending on what works for you. Um, make quarterly goals in order to be able to achieve that big goal at the end of the year. You know, like, for example, for me, I have um, a financial goal. I want to double my income from last year. Or actually, I want to triple it. So what I have done is I have gone and broke it down quarter by quarter, looking at my my last year's um, financials and projected how I can do this year. And then I've gone in and decided, you know, what can I put in those times in order to make sure that I get that income? Yeah. You also talked about really pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. Number one of just, you know, being around people and, you know, going out and making sure you're doing that. How else do you push yourself outside of your comfort zone? Um, I challenge myself. Um, I mean, I challenge myself on my, on a daily, um, you know, I um, also go to gym classes that scare me. Um, I go and do, I mean, like events that um, are scary to me. Like I may agree to add charcuterie uh, or to do charcuterie for um, a wedding or something like that. And it was something that I thought, oh man, I'm too small. I can't do something like that. But I've um, introduced, um, I've been asked to do like photo shoots and things and I did them and that allowed me to be able to then get into the wedding world and has allowed me to um, be published in magazines and um, book weddings um, that I never thought I would be doing at this point. Yeah. And I believe I saw pictures that not only are you doing um, boards, right. But when, for the weddings and things, are you also doing things in like teacups or little, like just so it's almost individual for people? Yeah. So definitely. Yep. So one of the wedding shoots that I did um, is it is individual um, charcuterie and they're, you know, um, putting your, your entree and everything is on vintage China is what people are doing now with weddings. And so um, we had teacups and instead of using them for coffee, um, I actually filled them with charcuterie um, and they would sit at each individual spot. And so those individuals, when they sat down, they could go ahead and enjoy the charcuterie while everyone else was um, sitting down and getting ready for the meal. Now, is that something that you had planned all along or do you feel like whatever your clients want specifically, you're able to come up with that? Or was that just an idea you had? Like, how do you come up with these ideas? So, well, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm up, I'm up half the night thinking creative. My mind is always going, I'm always having new things come in my mind, but honestly, for this particular shoot, I was actually planning on making a charcuterie wall where that is like, just like a champagne wall where you have greenery and you have 
you have like shelves and you have areas where you can put your charcuterie, um, charcuterie cones to be exact. So that they hang in there kind of like a ice cream cone would hang in a slot. And um, what happened was the day before the event, they told me that the guy who was going to bring me the charcuterie wall or the champagne wall was not going to bring it for me. <clears throat> so I was like, okay, we'll pivot. I said, okay, so what China are you using? And they told me, and I said, well, could we do teacups um, or could we do, um, you know, antique glass? And so I did teacups for the guests and then I did antique glass for the um, bride and groom. Nice. Wow. That's awesome. So, you know, I just heard you talk about one of the challenges and that was that you were counting on, you know, someone to bring something and then you, then you had to pivot. What other um, challenges come to mind that you have either pivoted or well, been you, I'm sure you've overcome them in some way you've either pivoted, you've decided eh, that's not important for my business right now, but how, you know what I mean? What challenges have you faced? Because I feel like as business owners, as leaders, as professionals, anyone listening to this, we all face challenges, right? And it's how we handle oh, them and what we do. So definitely. how have you handled some? I think, um, you know, the biggest challenge to be honest is people just don't know what charcuterie is. Um, they, they hear the word and it's a big fancy word and they don't try to figure out what it is. And as soon as I tell them it's a meat and cheese tray, they're like, oh yeah, we've been making those for years. Cause of course, you know, we've been making them at family gatherings and things mm-hmm. for years. Um, but it sounds fancy. And, um, I think that's been my biggest hurdle is just that. And then also just getting my name out, um, getting people to believe in me and trust me. And just purchase a box in order to see if they like it and then want them to become fans, um, you know, and want them to be able to become customers, actually want them to use me again over and over um, when they have future events. So who who are your ideal clients for the boxes and boards? And are they the same for boxes and boards or are they different? So, I mean, they really are the same. I mean, you know, those businesses who do lunches or do happy hours um, or, um, you know, just want to provide a snack for their, um, you know, for their employees, um, they actually can, um, you know, get charcuterie. They can get individual charcuterie or they can get a grazing table, which is a big, long or table just full of charcuterie. Um, They can do it in, you know, either way. Um, But also, you know, when those same people are doing team building activities and doing things um, with individuals in their company, trying to build their relationships, that's actually where the experience boxes come in. So they can either do an experience box together, like they could do minute to win it, or they could do a happy hour or something like that. Or the company could also um, gift them to to those individuals and let them go home and share them with their families. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. I love, you know, we, we talked about you being from Alabama and I know that you talk about, Oh, I'm going to get this right. Um, so, uh, something with a Southern flair. Oh, Midwest flavor. Southern flair is my, yeah. is my, is my tagline. Midwest flavor, Southern flair. flair. So what, and so what does that mean for, for us? Like when I hear that, what should I, what should it make me think of? 
So, you know, it's kind of like the, the quote of you can take the girl out of Alabama, but you can never take Alabama out of the girl or however mm-hmm. that quote goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's the same thing. Like I've now lived in the Midwest as long as I was lived in the South. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, yeah, I've got the Midwest flavor. I have, I live in the Midwest. I've learned now how the Midwest, um, you know, how they do things and those kinds of things. But there's always needs to be a Southern flair because I do have the Southern in me still. And that is, you know, when you have people over for dinner, you don't serve your, um, don't serve your dinner just in the dishes that you made them in. You put them in a, you put them in nice serving dishes or you Mm. put out a charcuterie board and make it nice and you welcome them. Mm, Yes. Excellent. I know. um, So For those of you that don't know, I have a son who recently graduated from college. And one of the things that Sarah was doing at the time for the graduates is she had two big 22s for the year 2022. And one of them was full of um, vegetables and one of them was full of cheese and meats and nuts and all. And people love that. I mean, they're like, oh my gosh, that's so creative. It's bringing that. I would say that's that Southern flair to it of something that's just creative and individual and, and really cool. And people don't expect that, right? Like they might expect the normal veggie tray that's got the individual things for each vegetable. You know what I mean? But this is something that was so creative and just sparked conversation. That's another thing that I love about it too. I've been to, um, I've been to events where Sarah, you have we've had your boxes at the table or we've had the big long boards and there's always conversation to be had not only about how good it is how how like all the different things that we like oh this cheese and this cheese you know or the different nuts whatever but also just having conversation because food brings people together <laughs> definitely and that's also my southern flair as well you know like we had, everybody was family, even if you weren't family. Um, You know, my mom always welcomed more to the table, Um, especially, you know, at holidays. She always said, you know, if you're alone, please don't be alone. Please come be with us. And, you know, I can't tell you how many holidays we spent with friends that weren't relatives, you know, or family, but yet they are almost like family because they would come and spend holidays with us because they had no one else to spend them with. Yeah. That's so, that's so wonderful. So I have a question for you. Um, is work-life balance important for you? Yes. Work-life balance is huge. Um, and honestly, um, that is one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why I left my sales job. Um, I was in medical sales prior to, um, quitting and doing what I do now. And I was traveling, um, 60 to 70% of the time prior to COVID, Um, And then the thought of starting to do that again, really um, actually made me anxious, made me nervous, made me not want to be a part of that. Um, And also just being available at all hours of the day because of my sales job. Mm -hmm. So um, I just decided that I needed to put some limits on that. And when I, you know, um, quit my job, when I got, you know, I switched my cell phone over and did all those things. I actually, you know, have a timer that my don't get text messages or anything after eight o'clock at night. Um, that is the time for me to be with my family. Um, so if you're trying to get in touch with me, you're pretty much going to have to come over to my house and ring the doorbell or wave (laughs) and scream 
because I'm not going to know that you're trying to get in touch with me. Um, but also I, um, you know, I, I have time where that I do things with my family on the weekends. Um, and like when I go on vacation, I clock out, I am not, um, I'm not checking my email. I'm not doing things and I will get back to those people when I return. So I just, um, you know, I had to make a line in the sand of this is my time. So for example, um, every day, uh, my daughter got out of school at four. Well, I would go work out at four 30. So I would drop her off. Cause we just lived a few blocks from school. I would drop her off and then I would go work out at four 30. And that actually was the end of my day. Mm-hmm. So once I worked out, I would come home, I make dinner and then we have feeling time. And then my phone shuts off at eight. So you can't get in touch with me anymore. So those are the things that I do um, to create boundaries and have a better work-life balance. Yeah, that's so wonderful. I know that's one of the biggest thing that I work with clients with is boundaries. Um, because we often feel like our work, family, like everything but us is important. And we put ourselves last and we know the saying, you can't fill from an empty cup. You need to put your oxygen mask on so that you can help others. And I think that's one of the biggest thing as entrepreneurs that we can always remember is that we have to take care of ourselves because if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of our business. Right. Right. So kudos to you for having boundaries, putting yourself as a priority in your day. That's that's absolutely fabulous. So what's one accomplishment that you're really proud of? Well, one, I'm just getting a commercial space. I just I never, ever, ever thought that that would be possible so early. Um, but it just goes to show you if you put the work in, um, you get, you get out what you put in. So you can't expect people to do it for you. You got to do it yourself. Um, and I, I think that that's it. And I mean, also just being able to be an entrepreneur and do what I love and share my love for what I do with others, um, and just continue to provide, you know, good customer service, um, for others. You know, Sarah, every time I see you, you are um, positive, you're upbeat, you can tell how much passion you have for being an entrepreneur, for what you do, providing boards and boxes for people. And um, it really shows just being around you, your your passion um, for, for, business, for being a business yeah. owner and really winning in business. So um, I want you to share where can people find you if they are interested in um, your services, if they want boards, boxes, whatever, or even just want to learn more about you, where can they find you, follow you? What's the best way to do that? Um, you can find me on um, Facebook and Instagram. Um, it's just Sarah's Boxes and Boards. I don't have an H on my last name. Um, the same with my um, website at sarahsboxesandboards.com. And you can order um, and actually make, make inquiries as well through my website. That's awesome. And I will put all of that in the show notes so that people can just have it as a click. And, and awesome. as I yep. said, it's Sarah without an H. It's just right. A-R-A, Sarah's right. um, boxes and boards. So I want to thank you for your time today. Thank you for sharing some of your wisdom about just the importance of the business plan, um, really pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and how to um, really just overcome those challenges that have come your way. And congratulations again on your commercial space. And I know because I am near you, I cannot wait to see it, tour it and be a part of it. So yeah, thank exciting. You. You're welcome. All right. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the Winning a Business podcast. 
If you've enjoyed this episode and want to rise up to your next level of success, but are worried about increased stress, time for work and yourself and your family, not to mention being exhausted, I'd like to invite you to a complimentary strategy call where I'll show you how you can do it all. I'll help you reclaim time, keep your sanity, handle the chaos with ease, and move to the next level of success that you deserve and desire. I hope you found value in listening today. Please always leave your comments, feedback, or questions. We check them all. I want you to continue winning in business and reach your next level of success. See you next time.